This very, very, very special episode of Randoming of the Randomness podcast. I am your host, Carissa, and today we are celebrating one year of this podcast. <laughs>、uh, one very, very, very inconsistent year of this podcast. But yes, one year nonetheless. Happy birthday to us. <laughs> um, yeah, one year ago, I released、uh, the first proper. Episode, and yeah, look at where we've come. Look at where we've been. Um, yeah, <laughs> one year of very inconsistent um uploads, but I feel like I've powered through that pretty well because you know I definitely there was definitely like a lot of like learning curves, learning pains, growing pains, and. So I'm really, really glad that you know I made it through my first year of being a podcaster, and yeah, if you've been here since the beginning, thank you.、Um, I'm very grateful for your support. I see you guys. <laughs>、um, yeah, just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you.、Um, yeah,、uh, in this episode, we're gonna talk about、um, what has. Sort of changed between then and now. Do like a little bit of a post mortem, and also we're gonna talk about、um, fandom experiences, uh, just in general, and、um, you know the bad, the good, um, and how we can deal with the bad and the good, you know, all together. Um, fandom is obviously something that I hold very near and dear to my heart. It is something that is very special to me. Very,、um, how do I put this? Like it's it's it makes me happy to be in a fandom, whether I am participating in it or not. It always makes me happy to sort of see other people sort of、um, create content, create、um, things just out of their imagination. You know. Whether I am one of those persons, like whether I write a fan fiction or whether I I do art, like a a, a sort of collage or a lock screen or whatever, it just it makes me happy to see people be creative. And if the creative raison d'être, I can't French. Um, but the reason for being, if if it is like something that is like fandom and. Media and something of the sort, it makes me doubly happy. So because it it means that people are actually taking meaning from something that was created, perhaps with another meaning in mind. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this last year, I think when I first started this、uh, podcast, I definitely wanted it to be. You know, consistent putting out a fandom related um. Topic every week have、uh, interviews every other week have special interview like special episodes sorry um you know at the end of the month or first of the month or whatever you know I had I was really very ambitious in that first month if you look back I was super ambitious and it very quickly dawned on me it definitely was not sustainable it wasn't a habit that I could probably.、Um, Hold up to, which made me really sad because I really wanted to do all of those things. I really, really, really wanted to like, you know, push myself to do all of that. Um, but 
ultimately that didn't happen um obviously for many reasons that you know if if you look back at my previous um like episodes you would have known that around this time last year my father passed away so that was really tough for me because I kind of very quickly cottoned on that me pouring my grieving process into making a podcast was not necessarily the most healthy coping healthy of coping mechanisms so yeah that was like that went out of the window very quickly. Um, but I am very proud of what I've created, especially in that first month of me doing this podcast. I am very, very tremendously proud of myself for actually sticking to my schedule, sticking to the topics I wanted to talk about and actually bringing it forth. So yeah, I'm, I generally again. Yeah, I can't French, <laughs> but I'm still good at French anyways. Um, yeah, and re- also very quickly, very, very quickly, I uh, fell into the old guard fandom, which consumed me very, very quickly, um, as many people who've, um, who are probably listening in from the old guard days know, like, I fell very quickly into that particular fandom and started creating a lot, and it took up the majority of my time, which kind of, you know, coupled with the the thought that, hey, I'm actually using this podcast, which is supposed to be a labor of love, to be something to heal, like, my grief and stuff. So I, I, I was like, okay, no, I, I don't want this to be forever associated with my mourning process. So I decided to take a step back, um, like, after, like, two months, I think, of making this podcast. I have to really look back at my stuff. Um... And I don't regret taking that time back because it allowed me to create like over 200, like that I have been keeping track of over 200 uh, fan fictions, like short stories, ficlets, drabbles for um, the old guy fandom. I even started the Booker Joe and Nikki tag, which I got a lot of hate for. And we're, go- we're going to talk about that um, in a hot minute. But um, yeah, like I started a tag, I created a lot of fan fiction for that tag um i got hate for that tag and yeah like the old guard fandom was just very consuming and also very draining um again we will get into that in a hot second um yeah and then towards like uh february i got into mr queen for a bit which was really really nice it was really nice to sort of fall back into like an asian fandom into like a korean drama fandom because i've not been in one in like a like a a, a while and then word of honor (laughs) word of honor just came right um up and slammed me like body slammed me (laughs) and i've been neck deep in this uh fandom (laughs) with no end in sight and i regret none of it yeah yeah i just every day i get to work from home now because right now we are working from home every day i get to work from home is the day i get to cuddle up with my lao po and my lao gong pillows because i legitimately went and bought like official merch yeah i dropped money on official merch because like i just I loved it so much. I wanted to support it any way I can. And I decided to buy official merch off Taobao. And yeah, every day I get to work from home is the day I get to cuddle with my pillows, my special pillows. I've even placed an order for the the, the kids. So I got, Cheng, I got, I like bought um, the little tinier versions of Changling, um, Chao Weining and Gu Xiang. Because I just want my family of five to be perfect. 
and to be together and to be whole again okay so yeah like yeah i'm indulging myself <laughs> um but yeah like um word of honor has is my current fandom is my current fa- uh, like main fandom i doubt it's going to change anytime soon i'm actually having a lot of fun um but yeah like in the previous year that it's definitely taught me a lot about myself about my limits about my boundaries about what i what sort of goals i set for myself and how i achieve those goals and how i um you know move i make moves to to fulfill um you know myself and my goals and just um putting myself first kind of like in a way like just putting certain things above others because you know you recognize that it's not particularly healthy to be holding on to certain things and and for other things it's it's perhaps not entirely okay to be thinking of things like this um and so we're gonna get into yeah i'm I'm not planning a really long episode for this uh, um but like we're gonna get into the good the bad and the ugly and the beautiful uh of the last year the last year um going back to the ogre fandom i must say that the ogre fandom whilst is my most productive fandom the most productive fandom that i've ever been in um, is also one of the most toxic and divisive and invasive and overall um, performative social justice. Can I say that? No, I can't really say perform, perform, like, okay, disregard that. But like, just, it, it wasn't a necessarily a very overall positive fandom experience. And I am very, very sure that the people I know personally, mutuals of mine from um, the Ogart fandom who have left the fandom finally, all can attest to just how toxic the Ogart fandom can be. Like they have this Excel sheet of who ships top Joe and who ships top Nikki, who writes um, bottom Joe who writes bottom Nikki and how they write and there's so much commentary on everyone everyone gets commented upon and it's such a strange and weird environment because it's like an echo chamber because if you don't agree with their way of shipping things if you don't agree with the way that they write certain things yeah like you're automatically cancelled, you're automatically called out. Um, like, for example, like I said, I started the Booker Joe and Nikki tag. I wrote it, because I, I legitimately started off in this fandom writing for Joe and Nikki, right? But then I sort of was like, as a joke, wrote Booker Joe and Nikki because, hey, I could see the potential. Um, then it became a thing. Then I started writing more and, and more and more and more and more and it kind of just became me building the tag um and it just was really very insane because people had comments about it like that I was being racist for putting Booker in a relationship with Joe and Nikki I was um prejudiced because I was putting uh, putting Joe into uh, Joe and Nikki into a relationship with a third party who was also, who was a white person, you know, and I there was like 
people saying that you know I was disgusting for shipping them that way and then there were also people who were like wow so you're like an abuse apologist then and it was like what the fuck (laughs) it was so insane because I'm just like wow you guys really are so free like COVID-19 really made you guys so free huh um and that's just one of those things I'm very very sure that um some of the people have been bullied out of fandom I have very sure people have received death threats I'm also very very sure people have received harassment um I know that my personal experience in the Olga fandom is not the worst that the worst thing that could have happened to me but um yeah, it kind of consumed me because, and I'm going to the second bad thing that happened. I'm I start talking to this crazy person, <laughs> and I'm calling them crazy, not like as a derogatory or whatever. Like, don't come at me with like, um, your oh, you shouldn't call people crazy or a psycho or whatever. Like, that's just like you know, it dilutes the word or whatever. No, like I'm calling this person insane because they genuinely are. Okay, um. <laughs> This person started talking to me and I, off the bat, I knew something was up because they were really very intense. They were super, super, super like into this relationship, this friendship that they thought up with me. And I could tell from a mile away that, okay, this person's super intense. And um, upon screenshotting and sending it to my RL fans, my, my best friends, Eloise and, and Kila, like they also kind of said like, hey, you better be careful with this one and I'm like yeah I know because you can smell crazy from a mile away when you when you know crazy right um but I was kind of like okay I I don't want to be mean right because I always try to move with kindness whatever I do I try to do it with kindness in um the forefront of everything that I do and um straight up like I this person kind of got to the point whereby they were like you know in real life like I have friends who I'm still traumatized by my uh in real life friends because they ghosted me and I don't know why they ghosted me and we're gonna get into my speculation as to why they ghosted this person but um yeah like they straight up was like um you know like I I I don't know why they ghosted me but you're not gonna do that to me aren't you straight up word for word but you're not gonna do that art to me are you you're not gonna do that to me are you and it it kind of just it still resonates in my brain because when I read that I'm like wow okay cool like whether I do that to you or not you don't know me personally and during that period of time I kind of like figured hey I need to take off my like Instagram bio from my like um Tumblr bio section I had to like take off anything that could kind of lead this person back to me so I actually took down a lot of like my links to like my 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 bio and everything because I just didn't want this guy this 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 person to just figure out who I was IRL, right? And um it was very clear that this person again as I said really 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 thought of a relationship with me okay like it was stalker behavior i have screenshots to prove it i've actually sent the screenshots to people in um the yoga fandom people who run servers and everything just to like because i thought i was going crazy at the end there um because they gaslit me so much um but i wasn't and we're gonna get into a hot minute 
of why. Um, so this person would persistently text me. Even when I told them, hey, I'm at work, because of time differences, like, hey, I'm at work, like, please don't text me now. Um, like, please just don't expect me to reply. And they're like, no, 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 no. But like, you know, you have to listen to me. You have to know what I'm thinking about. You have to listen to me. Like, I have to tell you these things. You have to know. And it's just like, I don't have to know anything. I don't need to know anything. And a fair few times, just to shut them up, I would just write like a short drabble and a short ditty, just to like say, okay, just, I know what you want from me. I know you want me to like put word to paper uh, for you because you don't want to, you don't want to write it out. So I just wrote it for them. And they were like, oh my God, I'm like, what if they think they do it like this, do it like that? And I'm like, okay, fuck, whatever. Um, this is the reason why on Tumblr, I have my notifications on silent because of this person. This person was paying my my DMs continuously. And it was, it got to the point where my, my, my seniors was like, hey, you, better not play your phone so often okay and um yeah and then that was like the first thing i like and this person keeps paying lip service to like boundaries right they're like if i ever overstep a boundary please tell me i will try and correct myself um no (laughs) no i every time i tell them hey can you stop they're like no but like listen like i have to tell you these things and when I tried to put a distance with them, like, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm not going to be responsive for, like, for quite some time. Like, you know, just don't take offense. And they're like, they would still like, hey, BB, are you up for talking? Hey, BB, how are you doing today? Hope you're well. Do you want to talk today? Hey, BB, do you want to, like, talk today? Hey, BB, how are you? Are you doing okay today? Hey, BB, you up to talk today? Hey, BB, I'm still open for you to talk with me. Yeah legitimate things that they have said to me i'm not like i'm not exaggerating i'm still pissed thinking about it but like yeah i'm i'm not exaggerating this person was like to that intensity and um it got to the point where towards like the there was like a lot more things happening but it got to the point where um towards the end of last year on november around october november when i was we were reaching the 100th day anniversary for my dad. And in my culture, the 100th day anniversary is as significant as the week anniversary as a day of funeral procession. So it's important, important dates to remember, right? And then um, this person, uh, I told them like, hey, I'm going to need some, I'm not going to be responsive to you because I, I just want to talk to my like real life friends, right? I want to talk to my friends. Like people like Eloise, Kila, Joe. I, I want to talk to Morgana. I want to talk to my friends. I don't want to talk to you. You don't know me. I want to talk to people who actually know me, right? And um, this person got offended by it. That I would want to talk to other people but them. And they kind of got like up in arms about it. It was like, but I, like you can come to me whenever. Like you can come and talk to me whenever. Like you can always just come and talk to me. And it's like, okay, that was a point where I'm like, okay, red flag. Uh, for like, it, it should have been like the 57th red flag by the point, but you know, digressing. Um, I just was like, hey, I'm just not going to be responsive for a few days. And this person just continuously still continued the trend cycle of, hey, BB, do you want to talk? Hey, BB, are you okay? Hey, BB, do you want to like 
talk today? Hey, BB, are you up for talking today? Hey, BB, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, BB, do you have a time? Do you have time to like listen to me talk? Hey, BB, do you want to talk to me? Hey, BB, hey, BB. And it's just like, stop. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're so creepy. It was borderline stalkerish behavior. And it got to the point whereby I just didn't respond. And it was around this time when I started noticing, because I had my anons on for um, my ask box, and I started noticing that there were certain prompts and head cannons that was very, very familiar to me. Because remember how she would like, re- like they would like repeatedly message me whilst I was at work? It was just to talk about head cannons and prompts, right? And I started noticing that, hey, there's something fishy about these prompts, there's something fishy about these head cannons. And so I texted this person, I'm like, is this person you? And they're like, uh, yeah, um, sorry, um, do you want me to just stop with the ask? Because, uh, I'm sorry, like, I just woke up, I don't know what I'm talking about, lol. And I was just like, hello, <laughs> you don't realize that this is creepy behavior? Do you don't realize that this is wrong? This is like, just, this is so creepy, this is borderline just stalkerish behavior this is some weird behavior this is crazy this is insane so i straight up was just like this is not okay because i told you i didn't want to talk what in the world made it okay for you to think that you know i would want to talk to you when you are on and on and did you think i would not figure it out that it was you you consistently talk about like three same things and um Immediately after I sent that message, they blocked me. <laughs> they blocked me and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> it was so funny. Um, now I can think of it as funny, but at the time I was like freaking livid. And um, I knew I couldn't get any answers from this person. And I knew like this person was just going to be like, um, you know, thinking that I was trying to attack them or be vicious or mean. And I was like, you know what, fuck this shit. You know, just block me, it's fine, whatever. You know, I wasn't, I didn't even say it in like a mean way. I was just like, hey, do, do you know that this actually freaked me out when I figured out that you were the anon? Like, you are someone who, who has said these things to me before in like private message and you decided that you want to go on anon and say the same things to me. Did you think I wasn't going to figure out right like it's stupid and um then i decided okay i'm just gonna let go i'm just trying to try and move on and by that time i was really tired of the old girlfriend i was like do everything every day every day in the main tag everyone was always bickering over something and it was just so exhausting it was so exhausting there was no new content it was just bickering and um I was just like you know what I was already making my moves to kind of like exit the fandom already because it was just really toxic by the end for me and then um I started talking to other people from the ogre fandom and there was this new girl who just came up to me and was like hey um I just need you to be aware there's this person who's going around saying that you're mean and um, vindictive and manipulative and and just an oral all-around bully and i'm like is it this person and they're like yeah so is that same stalker person so i call that person the catfish anon so um yeah it came back to me that this person was actually messaging random strangers on random like discord like servers right just to tell them shit about me 
and just to tell them like I'm this manipulative, very mean, very vindictive, very um like bullying person, and it was like what the. I don't know what you're smoking, my friend, but you need to put that down and get yourself some help, because obviously you need that. Um, and it kind of was like this person kind of told like another friend. I don't know they brainwashed this person, kapa, but <laughs> um, they they got another friend to sort of vague shade me on like servers, and I got. It, I got mad enough because at that time I just held my peace. I only told like a few people about what happened and and just to tell them like, hey, I'm gonna slowly take like a step back from the fandom and if I'm not like as interactive as as before, um, just understand why. And like, when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm done, I'm done. So I'm dead as just message. Any like server, like I, I messaged a few like uh, people who are big on that same server that this person is on, and I just messaged them and I told them my grievances because I was so aggrieved. So I just straight up told them like what happened and everything, and it was like, yeah, I don't care what happens anymore. You wanna do kaboom with me? I do kaboom with you too. So I just straight up told them and so there are actually more than a few people like I found out later that uh don't necessarily view this person in a like positive light which is very reassuring that this person has not um spread their venom so to speak to more people and um yeah like this person's a troublemaker in the ogre fandom I'm pretty sure if anyone's on discord enough they would know who this person is. Um, I'm not gonna name names, not because I'm nice. Uh, Lord knows this person has put enough shit on my name. Um, but because, hey, what would it do? I'm no longer in the Ogart fandom. I don't have as much of a of a pool, of like a, like a pool in the fandom. I don't have any like big name fan status anymore. And I don't want that anymore. Um, I'm very happy to just be one of the many people writing for Wenzo right now. I'm happy to find my little niche of Emperor Wenkersing. Uh, so yeah, like I'm very happy with my current fandom. So yes, that was just the craziness and intense shit. Like I actually wondered how I was going to approach it. And it, when I this episode came out, I was like, you know what? Like I'm just going to rant a little bit. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the ranting. Um, I'm going to rant a little bit in this particular episode um yeah now to the better sugar sweet part i am back in asian fandoms i'm so happy (laughs) i'm so happy like not because asian fandoms are like better than western fandoms or whatever because lord knows this section of fandom has its own like insanities as well but it's nice to not be uh misunderstood (laughs) It's nice. It's so nice to like not be called like a racist or racially prejudiced or um you know I am ignorant about racial um in like racial politics or whatever. It's nice to not have to deal with all the social justice movement everything that happened in the Oka fandom. It's so nice. Oh my goodness. You guys have no idea. I am so relieved I am no longer in the Ogart fandom. I do not have any doubt 
in my mind that when this ha- sequel should happen, I will not write for it. I will not write for it. I will not entertain it. I will not be anywhere near this fandom anymore. Like, I- I'm done. I don't want to be part of it anymore. Um, yeah, I'm very, very happy to be in the Word of Honor fandom. I'm happy to be a Shenron. I'm happy to be like just on the mountain buying real estate with Avenue X and all of my other fandom people just going crazy over every single sugar that Wenzhou drops at us. I'm going so happy. Like, I'm so happy. Okay, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm smiling, <laughs> which is more than I can say uh, for how I was like six months ago. <laughs> I was very, very unhappy. Um, but yeah, like, I'm so happy to be creating because the people here, even though like my fan fictions don't get like um, as much of like a hit as maybe the shit that I used to post for the old guy. I'm so glad, like, um, for every single person who has ever taken the time to read my shit. Because it makes me so happy that people actually like my stuff genuinely. Uh, yeah. I know that there are certain facts, like, parts of um, the fandom that have been very, very vocal about, like, who tops and who bottoms. Which is a very ridiculous discussion. By the way, it's a stupid discourse. And, um, yeah, don't engage with who tops and who bottoms. That like Discord is just stupid, um, because you won't know whether you're a top or a bottom until you are in that situation itself. Okay, um, don't ever buy into that bullshit. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like sexual identity sort of um things to discover, but we're not getting into it in this particular episode. So yeah, I know, like, I've actually got people sort of, like, approaching me, telling me that, hey, um, I will never read your your fix because, you know, you don't write them the way that I do. And I've got enough experience now, by now, to sort of shrug it off and say, like, well, I'm still going to write it, like, the way that I want to write it. You're free to not read it if you don't want to. I hope you find a fan fiction that suits your needs. Like, I don't really care. Like, dude, just go do you. Um, I'm at that point in my life and I'm so happy to be at this point in my life. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 it's, it's been good. It's been great. And I'm happy. I'm at peace. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the next fandom is going to be for me. I'm very sure it's going to be another like crazy, crazy, crazy ride. Um, but I'm just, happy to not be unhappy at least Mm. yeah basically just that um yeah like going forward obviously I'm going to be a little bit more cautious about the people I talk to and that's actually reflected in the way that I've interacted in the Word of Honor fandom. I've only kept to, like, a very few people in the Word of Honor fandom. I've not actually talked to, like, an extensive amount of people. I've not actually responded to all of the comments as I would have before. Like, I used to be be very diligent about replying to people's comments, replying to people's, like, reblogs, interacting with people, very, very diligent about it. But now it's just more of, like, no, I can't sustain doing that. Because that is just too much time, too much effort, and too much putting of my soul and my heart into something. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I'm very glad not to be doing that anymore. 
<laughs> I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just not just keeping like a few people around and I'm very happy to just keep talking to the few people around. Um, yeah. So for this podcast, um, yeah, I'm just, it's going to be a roller coaster, kids. So knuckle and buckle, baby, because I don't even know what's coming up next. Is it going to be a dip? Is it going to be a high? Is it going to be a loop-a-loop? Whatever. I don't know. It's a, just knuckle and buckle because I'm knuckling and buckling. Um, and I'm not going to say what the next episode of this podcast is going to be because I also do not know. I do not know what that particular episode is going to look like. Will it be a review? Will it be a drama recommendation? Will it be dramas dropped? Will it be a discussion of like word of honor, concert, or something because I really, really got tempted to write to sort of do um a podcast episode about the word of honor concert. Um, is it gonna be another one that dissects um Feng Huo Liu Jin and like what that's gonna look like and how it's gonna look like to you know me and what I hope to happen? Um, is it gonna be about how you think? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm really, really excited to see where my brain takes me because I'm just going by the flow though. Like, yeah. So knuckle and buckle, baby. Here's to another year of this podcast as sporadic and insane and as crazy as it is. Um, also, shout out to like, <laughs> I very recently found out that um, there's this uh, baker, brownie baker called Thek. If you guys are living in Kuching, Sarawak, hit Thek uh, up, Thek Kuching up on uh, Instagram. So it's like T-H-I-C-C dot K-H, K-C-H. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But anyways, T-H-I-C-C, uh, Kuching. Um, like legitimately, they make some of the most delicious brownies I've ever tasted. And uh, seeing as this year I'm turning 30, I'm turning 30 in a, like two months. So yeah, very excited for that. Um, I'm going to actually order them as like my birthday cake. Because <laughs> yes. It's my 30th birthday and I'ma celebrate myself. I'ma celebrate being alive. I'ma celebrate surviving 30 years on this earth. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just celebrate just every day and every step that I'm I manage to take, every breath I take. I'm just gonna celebrate life. And I'm gonna to celebrate this podcast as well. So yes, today I'm gonna make yeah, cupcakes for this podcast. And I'm not sharing it on Instagram because I'm eating all the pot, all all all, all of the cupcakes before I can share them. So yes. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, I discovered that like my brownie brownie person, uh, listens to this podcast. So if you're listening to this, my brownie person, um, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'm very like. Please, you like the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Uh, I hope everybody's having an awesome, awesome midweek. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody's staying safe, um, keeping well. Make sure you drink your water, eat your veg, exercise. You know, take a break from your computer, your phones. You know, stretch a little bit. You know, take your nap, take your meds. Do what you need to to care for your body because your body will thank you for it. So yeah, that's it for me for this episode. Um, wishing you well 
and hope everybody's having a nice day. Okay, bye-bye!